Now we're rolling, Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason, as always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Zach Partridge. What up, All man? fierce fighting championship out. I love that hoodie. Yeah, man. Man. You know what it's I love? I love the dope. for the fighters. For the fighters. That's pretty dope. Yeah, got the hat to match. Oh, I like these hats. They're comfy. See, hats for me, it's all about how do they fit on my head. Yeah. I don't really care how they look. Like these contender ones, comfy. The fierce ones, comfy. Right? This one fits good. If if the hat fits good on my head, I'll wear it. If not, I won't. So So uh, no offense. No offense. If anybody gives me a hat and I don't wear it, not because I don't like the hat. It's probably a dope hat. It's because I don't like the way it fits on my head. How uh, how excited are you about the fights tomorrow? <gasps> um, David Bolella versus Ben Hollier could be sneaky exciting. <laughs> I did, David is freaking awesome. If you guys didn't David, listen to I'm it. I'm going to start calling him David Mini Sean Strickland Bolella. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, – yeah, go listen to David's interview on YouTube because that – I'm going to post the audio version later before we go to the weigh-ins. But, yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. Really good. Um, yeah, we got a great card tomorrow. We can't, yeah. well, I guess we can't really give predictions cause we're, uh, we're commentating, but we can at least go through and tell everybody about who's fighting. Right. Yeah. We have two debuters, really two excited. Debuters. Nate Johnson versus Sydney Blackwood. The third, um, yep. one coming up from Vegas. One's from here in Salt Lake city, two O and O Amy debuters. Like that's always exciting. Cause We've always see it. We see it at Steel Fist, and we see it every everywhere that's putting on these these fights. The debuter fights, like the the levels getting better of the debuters too. And so I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to see what those guys bring because you don't know. We don't know. We have no idea. No, you no, know? no so clue. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think I, I actually think that one's actually going to be really fun. Um, you have Jason Ergel versus Caden Bentley. We saw Caden had a rough matchup against Ahmed. Sanchez at the Fierce Challenger series. Um, or Jason Urgles obviously gets coached dad by his dad, Steve Urgle. I think that'll be a really fun fight. 205ers. Uh, I, I would I would Amen. anticipate some a, a big knockout in that fight one way or the other. Two two big boys just slinging leather. Ditto. That'd be good. Uh Kobe Fur, Des, Desmond Monobot, both making their pro debuts at 135. Yeah. I mean that that has there, the, the styles make matchups, right? Yes. And depending on what you believe and who has the strengths, you know, that, it, you know, it, it could be a really long night for one or the other. Yep. I, who I, who I can impose their will? Be, yeah. Who's going to execute, yeah. their, who's who's, execute their game plan better? Yep. And it, it has a really exciting fight for two debuters. And people are going to see two pretty high level debuters too. Yeah. Uh, you got Trevor Bradshaw and K.O. Meyer. Did I say his name right? K.O.? Is that how it pronounces Kale. it? Do you know? Kale. Kale. Kale Meyer. Uh, I don't know much about uh, K.O., but we do know what Trevor He's brings Hawaiian. to the table. He's yeah. Hawaiian. It's that's, perfect. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to perfect. know. He's trained with Connie. It'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, what do we got next up on here? We got our boy Aleko and Israel Gonzalez. We got two guys coming from both training with UFC fighters, both high level guys at 125. Another, That's going to be a good one. Similar matchup. Who can execute their game plan? Who can execute? Yep, yep. It's very similar to the Kobe Fur Desmond. A little, little similar, I should say. Yeah. Well, I would say Israel and Desmond both have a more striking 
executed yep. game plan, you know, or game plan around striking. And Kobe and Aleko, obviously, not afraid to strike by any means, but they 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 know where they're comfortable on the ground too. So yep. it'll, it'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, next up, we got in the heavyweight, we got Kent Mathaleo and Sam Spryer. T-ball violence. Dude, and and Sam hope, has I, been here before. He fought Eric Iman for Steel Fist back in that's like 2017. Right. Yep. So, you know, Sam, this isn't like new territory for him. He's coming down from American Top Team up in up in uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we all know, we all know where, what Ken's up to right now. And so it, yeah. it, I, I'm really excited. I, it, I think it's a good step up for Kent to find another guy that's, you know, coming up. Yeah. You know, has a little it's more experience. A, that'll be a good, yeah, that's going to be a banger. I hope they have the cage uh, tied down tight for that one. Yeah. When the big boy yeah. in there. Uh, next up, we got our boy, Johan Rubio and Will Gibson. Um, we know what Johan's bringing to the table. Will's coming up, making his pro debut. Um, all sorts of confidence. All sorts of confidence. Yeah, if you guys didn't listen to that interview, go to our YouTube page. Check out our interview with Will Gibson. It was freaking amazing. And then Johan's been on our podcast, and he was on uh, the other side of the Beehive podcast as well, which it's hilarious if you haven't listened to their his podcast on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next up, we got David Balea against Ben Hollier. We just had David on the podcast. Expect fireworks on that one as well. Yeah, but, you know, David's like, you know, he's very experienced in his grappling and his jujitsu, and, like, he's very comfortable fighting off his back. And and Ben is a very good pressure fighter and being on top and wrestler. Like, that could be a really good chess match on the ground, too. Like, I'm – I'm, but, I mean, it, it sounds like David's planning on a, a knockout on the feet, but from what I've heard, like, he he's very comfortable off of his back, too. So it's like – that stylistically, that could be a really interesting fight. His last fight, he ended in a triangle choke. So, two chokes his last two fights last year. Interesting, interesting. And he's trained with Jocko Willing too, which is pretty freaking awesome. If you're a Jocko, which fan. for you, that's like uh... I love it, man. He's he's the man. Jocko is the man. Uh, okay, this <laughs> there's so many fights on here to pick for fight of the night, but if I had to like pick one right now to say. I think this is going to be fight tonight. Carson Hardman and Connie Carrera, like they all have obviously have the potential, but if I had to pick, that is my pick right now for tomorrow night as that's well, probably going to be fight tonight. That's two people that will be very content to stand in bed. Yeah. I, I mean, don't we heard Carson. We, we heard Carson. He's like, he thinks Connie would be crazy to stand with him. Well, I, I think Connie's Connie is willing to stand with him. Connie's Connie's crazy. In a good way, not in a bad way. Not a few off. They're crazy, but yeah. yeah, in a good way, in a very good way. So that one's going to be fireworks. Uh, Eric Wallin against Wallin against Reggie Pena. Uh, we we know locally See, that what, actually, uh, to me might be my fight of the night. That that's another good one too. But These guys both don't know Reggie. Reggie yes. is very very good. He's big. They're like this. Him and Eric are going to be like the same size. They're both big guys. Like. Both six, I, both six feet, same reach, and very good records. I think Eric's ten and four versus fourteen and six. Four, very fourteen and six. Yep. Both been doing boxing. Reggie just did a bare knuckle boxing. Like, yeah, that could be, that could be. It's hard to say. I mean, and the other thing is they're both so well rounded too. Like they're they're both really good on the feet and crack hard. I mean, Eric can crack. 
You know, veterans. he's been in there with Ben, Ben Fumano, uh, you know, like the maniac. Crap. And, but they're both really good on the ground too. I'm really excited for that fight. Yeah, me too. Uh, co-main event is Ben Eagley versus Suguku Amasana. I think I said that right. You did. I was watching his, I was watching his fights on, uh, Oh, smart. Uh, on YouTube. I'll, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you pronunciate his name on the, the broadcast then. No, I've been watching. I, yeah. I'll be, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Yeah. So from what I've seen, I would dare say, I would call Ben Eagley one of the top five, 150 unsigned 155 prospects in the country. And the Mongolian yeah. is coming from one FC off wins in one FC one win. Yeah. Wins in one FC. So very high level fight that, I know it's two guys that maybe the locals don't know about, but they will be entertained if, for, when they watch that fight. This is a very high-level pro fight. That's taking place at 155. And then our main event at 155 is Josh Wick and Kane Carrizosa. Uh, we had Kane on the podcast. We couldn't track Josh down. But once again, another super high-level fight. Josh Wick is kind of a ghost. Doesn't do much media. Doesn't do most much social media. But if anybody's watched him fight before, he's high level. He's good. He's really good. Yeah, he's really good. Um, out of fights. 23 bucks. Come Kane, check it out. Kane, Kane coming in with a ton of experience. Fought in the UFC. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. And as Zach said, tickets start at only $23. Holla at your boy. Come see us tomorrow. Say hi. Oh, and if you're ordering the pay-per-view, order it today because tomorrow it's going up five bucks. Ooh. So 20 bucks okay, today, then. but tomorrow it's 25. All right. All right. Get in there and get that pay-per-view ordered then too. If you're going to order the what pay-per-view. What uh, What else do we need to talk about today? Um, what do we, oh, they they just announced Gaethje Oliveira. Gaethje Oliveira. Get all over Oliveira. Uh... I, I mean, I'm not picking. I'm not picking against him. I'm not thinking about it. I, I, he's my pick, but am I super confident in that pick? No. What? So I. So here, here's my question. Okay. What Gaethje offer Oliveira that Oliveira hasn't dealt with yet? Nothing. Um, I think, I think Gaethje that, hits I th- harder. I think Gaethje hits harder than. Chandler or Poirier? I think he does. The the thing that concerned me probably the most was Poirier was having success with that leg kick, and we know Gaethje has some murderous leg kicks. I don't know how that plays out, but that, to me, would probably be the thing that I'm like. And you obviously MMA math doesn't work, right? But uh. Oliveira finished Chandler. Uh, yeah. Gaethje didn't finish Chandler. Gaethje couldn't yeah. finish Chandler. So it's like. But what do you have I mean, of him? Five rounds versus three? Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's a different style of fight, right? Three versus five. That could that's change. what I'm saying. You can't. You, I know you can't. That's uh, apples to oranges. The, the, yeah. I, but I'm no, just. I'm just. I'm just for. for for me, Oliveira is just fighting at such a high level right now 
And for a guy that I talked about it before, that's that's gone through adversity, that's had losses, and that's had to that's had to fight his way through the ranks multiple times, and now he's at the top. It's just he's got that hunger, and like you said, he's not going to throw anything. Gaethje's not going to throw anything at him that he hasn't seen before. So what I'm curious about, though, this is this is what I'm curious, right? So Gaethje lost to Khabib. Yeah. Right. Gaethje 2.0 that we've seen. The only person that's beaten him is Khabib, which yep. throw that out the window. That's whatever. Khabib's gone. He's doing Eagle FC now, which we'll, we'll talk about. Does Gaethje 2.0 in this style that's leveling, leveling up with Rose Nama Yunus, Kamara Usman, Trevor Whitman, is that guy good enough that the only guy that beats him is or was Khabib? Like, I think like, – I think six months ago, I would have said Gaethje for sure knocks Oliveira out. And now I'm like, because the thing that now that we've seen with Oliveira is he can lose rounds and still win and, fi- and finish you and win. Yeah. I would also say this, not to take anything away from Oliveira. I just gave him props in the group because I think that it's great that he's staying active as a champion, defending against oh, yeah. everybody. Like, that. You know that that's what I'm talking about. I, I that's the type of champion that I want to see. Yeah. But nobody's ever defended the 155 title more than three times successfully. Nobody. I think Khabib would have, but he retired. But nobody's ever done it. Nobody. That's yeah. the longest reign. And by him doing it this way, it's like is everybody there at the top just so dangerous that you just you can't dodge that bullet more than three or four fights we're gonna find out but you know you like you know what i mean like it's like i think port like chandler almost closed the show against him poirier had it had moments where i think Oliveira was hurt oh yeah oh he did and so it's like did. you know d- does is gaethje the one that lands it, or, or are we gonna have to see the winner of islam and benny dariush fight all that's another one Dude, that, you know whole you know what i mean like, it, it's just I don't know what, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know how to pick against Oliveira, but I'm like, but I definitely don't want to count Gaethje out too. Cause we've seen, we we've seen what he does to people. Oh, I'm not, Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not all in on Oliveira by any means. I mean, I'm not picking against him. I'll tell you that right now that nothing's going to change my mind between now and the fight, but uh, am I gonna am I gonna bet you a shoey or a body shot? No, no, I'm no. not. I'm not taking a punch to the to the liver, or and I'm not taking a shoey. That's not. I'm, I'm not that confident in that fight. I think it's just a good. It's just gonna be a great matchup. What's gonna be interesting is if Oliveira tries to force it to the ground, and if he can get Gaethje to the ground. Remember, nobody nobody's ever been able to get Gaethje to the ground before yeah. Khabib, and so that's what I'm interested in. Is his defensive wrestling. It obviously wasn't good enough to stop Khabib, but is it good enough to stop Oliveira? And that's going to be really interesting. I think that's actually going to be the key to the win. Because if Gaethje can force it on the feet, I actually think Gaethje wins on the feet. I Until don't. But Oliveira if climbs goes, on his back like he did to Poirier? Huh? Until he climbs on his back like like he did to yeah, Poirier? Yeah, like, like Gaethje's going to have to address that and make sure that doesn't happen to win. Yeah, for sure. Um, heavyweight division. What's gonna what's going on with the heavyweight division now? 
So Francis I mean, I, is out for at least nine to ten months with MCL and ACL surgery. Yeah. Right. Yep. All the buzz is John Jones versus Stipe for the interim heavyweight title. Doesn't that make the most sense? I think it does. But what if what if Derek Lewis beats Tai Tuivasa? Does he have a does he have a say in anything? What if Tai Tuivasa beats Derek Lewis? Oh. Derek Lewis is number two, right? Three. Uh, Gain, okay. Stipe, and then Lewis. So Gain is still number one, or unless they just haven't updated the UFC website, which I don't know why he wouldn't be. Yeah, but you can't really put Stipe in him because Stipe hasn't really been active. I want to see Stipe fight. And if I and if I'm Stipe, I'm only fighting for a title, even if it's interim. He deserves that. I am not. I am not for fighters sitting out waiting for their title shot. But for what yeah. he did and defending the heavyweight title as much as he had, he did and as long as he did, for his next fight to not come back to be a title fight when he does when he deserved the trilogy it's fight true. with Francis first. I it's think. True. I think if there's an interim title fight and it doesn't involve Stipe. I, I I don't care who else it is. I, I'm not going to be happy with that fight. We will see if John Jones wants to pull the trigger and really fight a heavyweight. I I still don't think – I'm not convinced that he does. I re, I'm really yeah. not. I'm with you, you on that, You can say too. whatever you want. I'm not. Um, <clears throat> I think Stipe would be a good matchup for John. Yeah. Stylistically. Stylistically. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. The other thing, though, is with with Stipe, you know what I wouldn't mind seeing? Is Stipe fight the winner of Derek Lewis tied to Avasa for the interim title? I would, I would what do you do with Gain? Gain and Blades? Blades? Yep. That's Gain and Blades. I love that fight. I love that fight. Well, it's the then we're going to find out. It's it's the perfect fight for, for Gain to see if he has a wrestling problem, right? If he can negate... If he can negate Blades takedowns and beat Blades, now 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 you can you can he's he beats Blades and then maybe maybe Stipe if Stipe's active again or or whatever and then yeah. you can put yourself in a position to be right back in that title mix where that because yeah I mean he won two rounds no he I didn't. know one yeah. grudge game forty nine forty six that was crazy but he won he won round one he won and two, two. Yeah. so it's like and it was a- it really came down to the fifth round. I don't hate if he gets an impressive win over a top five guy if he gets right back into the title mix. Yeah. But I think Stipe deserves to be in there. John, for what he's did for so long, I don't hate it. Or Stipe fights the winner of Derek Lewis or Ty- and Tai Tuivasa for the interim title. I'd be cool with that too. But could somebody Lots please give some, some respect to Francis though? Give him a little respect, man. Put some respect on his name. Oh, and for the record too. Respect. I like the way Data handled it. He goes, you guys are idiots if you think that it was like a personal diss to not put the belt around Francis. He's like, I was people, taking care of stuff. Yeah, goes, people are just, they're just trying to shook his hand. People are just trying to work stuff up. That's all they are. Twitter, Dude, Data, Twitter. Data White, I'm surprised that he hasn't killed somebody yet for just being stupid. <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> oh, I love it. No yeah, wonder man. why he hates Ariel Hawani. 
What a little wiener. Everybody does. He's a freaking little weasel. I can't He's getting him. work. Have you noticed? He's Oh yeah. He's He's starting to yeah. antagonize and like be the kind of like the, the the take the the bad guy role on some stuff. He is. Yeah, not good. Whatever. Um Eagle FC is on uh tonight. Um Rashad Evans shots uh, starts in 2 hours. Oh. Cool. Yeah. So fight path, yeah. right? Tyrone Spong is on is on this car. Hey, gotta be like shot at this Ty- Tyron. Is he? Oh, he's only thirty six. I'm like, is he like fifty? <laughs> uh, Ray Borg is on this card. Who? Shot Evans. Jorgen DeCastro is on this card. Uh, Not- oh, hey, uh, Zach Zane's on this card. He's fighting the PFL guy, that Loic Radzadabov. He fought on PFL. Yeah. Who did he lose to in PFL? Oh, the he lost to the the guy that um, beat Clay. Yep. 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 That I, should be uh, a good fight. Yeah, I like. I like the Russian <laughs> against Zach Zane. You can't bet against the Russians, dog. No, can't bet against the Red. Did you see uh, Saeed calling out uh, our boy uh, Sean O'Malley? That's a good fight. That's Why not? They're... Do you think Sean will take it though? No, Sean doesn't make that take that fight. No, no. he's going to avoid that fight. He, I think he'll take it if they'll pay him appropriately. They're going to have to pay him a lot of money to take that fight, though. They're basically paying him to take an L because I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm actually not positive about that. John, John, Joe Bish, when can I make my MMA debut? Yeah, let's go bump time, John. John let's do. Let's it. go bump time MMA, baby. We- <laughs> Let's get it. Can we get oh, bump we time at the Maverick Center? Let's get bump time at the Maverick Center. Oh man, we got bump time. Saturday, hey, Saturday, bump time. Saturday morning, one hit MMA, ten a.m. Come get some rolls in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get those. Let's get those lanky arms with some guillotines. He's probably really good at jujitsu too. I'll if he, you he, he trained for a little bit, long and lanky, slapping on those triangle chokes. What's yeah. up, Kendrick? What's up? When are we going to see Kendra back in the cage? Hopefully I, soon. I, I heard I, I heard a rumor soon. I know. That's what I heard too, but I was waiting for him to say it. We'll see. We'll we see. shall see. Yeah. Um what else we got? Yeah. I'll yeah, I'll uh I'll, <laughs> Joe. I'll say that. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Give the kid what he wants, Joe. Joe. Come on. Bump Give the kid what he wants. In the Maverick Center. Andrew's back March 19th, baby. Yeah. No. I'm on that card. It's going to be fun. Ooh, Zach's back on the card. He's working on his rear naked choke. (laughs) I'm working on everything. I'm working on everything. I know you are. I know. I know you are. I don't know who these people are. (laughs) I don't know who that. Look at this. I've had like three of these on there. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's. Hey. Are they? The is that a Mongolian name? Maybe they're the Mongolians. How the hell are they understanding us, though? If they are, do they have like Google Translator? Yeah. Spam. Oh, it's spam. I'll block it. That's what I thought, but I'm. Maybe it's it's one of them. Spam. Mongolians. How dare you, Dalton? It's everybody wants to listen to our show. <laughs> um. Shout out. To oh, it happened on his. He said, "Damn it." Yeah. Um. Right. No, I'm just I, I I'm just gonna little public service announcement time before we wrap All this right. up. Let's do it. 
for everybody that if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't, and it's fine. But, you know, basic, basic rules of life time. I would just like to start by saying, I'm not a perfect human, human being. You're not a perfect human being. Most people aren't perfect human beings. You should, people should be careful at pointing out other people's flaws, especially publicly, unless they're willing to publicly admit full truths in their own flaws. And I just got to say, I'm very comfortable with who I am. I, I know, I know where my flaws are. I know, I know, but, but going back and revisiting old stuff doesn't do any good unless you've grown, unless you haven't learned your lesson and grown from it. True. But bringing back old stuff for anybody when they've grown from it, it's, it's pointless. It's absolutely pointless. So for example, I'll bring up my buddy, John Jones, who seems to continually have the same issues. That's why his history continually gets brought up. But look at somebody like, look at Anderson Silva. Yeah. Pop for steroids one time. Nobody really thinks of him as a steroid guy anymore. No. He popped for it one time. When you don't make the same mistakes twice, people tend to move on. True. Also, when if somebody if, when people act a certain way, post certain things, they don't people don't know necessarily know what's going on in their own life. So I'm just saying all the way around, I think it's a good rule of thumb, good reminder. Don't judge. Don't cast stones when everybody's has their own skeletons in their own closet. Just more kindness. Be fierce, be kind, right? You know, just just more kindness needs to go around and it's all good. It's all good. Like that's it. all. That's all I got to say. And if you know, you know, and if you don't, that's fine too. Just a good message of just be kind, be thoughtful. You probably don't know everything going on in everybody's life. Don't worry about it. Everything seems to work itself out. I don't think I'm a saint. I don't think I'm anybody special. I just, just try and live my life and just be better than I was yesterday. Well put, my brother. Well put. That's all. Hey, uh, is it me? Yeah, it's you, Dalton. It's all you. Yeah, it, Dalton. I wasn't trying to call you out by name, but hey, now you know. Hey, check out U92 at... 350 for another quick little interview I did yesterday. They'll be promoting the show. Shout out to you, 92 and Dre. They have been doing uh, short little promos all week long for us since we did our interview. Those guys have been supporting us, supporting local MMA. So give those guys a uh, give those guys a listen and, and support those guys over at U92. Bro, hey, come, come, everybody, come to the Maverick Center tomorrow night. It's gonna be fun. I promise. Can people and buy also- a hoodie there like that? Can people what? buy one of those hoodies at the Maverick Center tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. These will be for sale tomorrow. Um, yeah, come get also, a hoodie. Hey, it's all local MMA love. Steel Fist is in a couple of weeks. Get with your local fighters that are on Steel Fist. My boys, yes. Mark Gonzalez, Ben Moa uh, from our gym. There's a bunch of local guys on the card. Uh, man, freaking go get your Steel Fist tickets too. Don't wait till the week of. Yes, support it's support all, local dude, MMA. It's all good. Dude, Utah support. MMA. It is rolling right now. Oh, and just so you guys know, ESPN 700 Radio is also doing ticket giveaways for Bites tomorrow night too. I forgot about that. So 
give yeah, ESP seven hundred a listen as well. We are rolling into those, baby. I love it. I love it. All right, we'll let you guys get out of here. We will see you guys tomorrow night at the Maverick Center, baby. We out. Hey, me and Jason will be at Wayans tonight. Yes, we will be at Wayans. Let's get it. Let's go. We out.